What is up, Chill Daddy? Happy Wednesday, March 8th, 2023, and welcome to episode number 521 of the study session. It's a Wednesday, W-I-N. Let's win it. Let's get in it to begin it. Today, we are going to continue with our discussion of Pittsburgh Steelers beat writers mock drafts. Today, we are going to look at Mr. Ray Fittipaldo's of the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette's first seven-round mock draft. I believe this is his first one. Or actually, it's his second one. I stand corrected. But we're going to get into that again. This is all good preparation for us to prepare for the upcoming NFL draft to get an idea of what different minds who cover the Pittsburgh Steelers are thinking about the team's draft. So we are going to get into all of that here today. But before I do that, as always, thank you, thank you, thank you for being a supporter of the Still Study for listening, reading, and sharing my work with their family and friends. It truly does mean the world to me, so thank you for that. Please don't forget about the podcast that I do with Mr. Jim Wexel, the GOAT, the man, the myth, the legend, has covered the Steelers since 1995. Jim and I record a podcast called the Still City Insider Podcast. New episode was just recorded yesterday. That's linked in the show notes. Be sure to check it out. It's a lot of fun. And then also, please be reminded of our affiliate partnership with Real Life Trading. If you ever wanted to trade the stock market consistently, profitably, successfully, Real Life Trading is your one-stop shop for stock market education. It has completely transformed my life, and that's why I'm sharing it with all of yins out there. Yins be beautiful, beautiful studies. Okay, so... Mock Draft 2.0, Ray Fittipato. Here we go. We're going to jump right in. Round one, no surprise here. Left tackle, Broderick Jones out of Georgia. 6'5", 311 pounds. Again, we know that a tackle is a very real possibility at pick 17. And not that they're going to be needed to step in and start right away, but the team does need to build depth or even think about upgrading. At the position, I've talked about Chukwuma Okorfor being that guy. We know what the ceiling is on him. So Fittipato sees Jones as possibly being that player, player not only to provide depth, but let's say that Okorfor doesn't work out or there's an injury, he could step in there. But Fittipato talks about Dan Moore Jr. saying that Jones is probably more suited to the left side. Now he's a swing tackle. He could play both tackle positions. But regardless, this pick makes a lot of sense. You're seeing Jones mock to the Steelers in a lot of drafts. So it's a name to pay attention to. In round two, with the first selection of the second round, Fittipato has the Steelers selecting cornerback Deontay Banks out of Maryland, six foot 197. You remember Chad Scott? He's drafted out of Maryland. <laughs> and then who who was the safety that they drafted a few years back out of Maryland too with an early pick? Sean, I can't remember. His name is escaping me. But I'm a little, little burnt on Maryland. I don't know how I feel about that. But Fittipaldo talks about 
Porter Jr. being gone, Devin Witherspoon being gone, Christian Gonzalez. So this is the next up. He's jumping up the draft boards because he ran a smoking 40-yard dash, 4-3-2, 42-inch vertical leap. So he definitely has the physical skills, the athleticism. Again, wouldn't be looking for him to come in and start right away, but to put him into some sub-package football, grow him over time to where eventually he could be a starter on the perimeter. With their second second-round pick at number 49, and here's a name that I had mocked to the Steelers in my first edition of my mock draft. Fittipato has him selecting Siaki Ika out of Baylor. The big boy, nose tackle, 6'3", 335. Tyson Alulu more than likely doesn't have anything left in the tank. They do need a big space-eating mammoth at nose tackle to tie up offensive linemen to help the inside backers. Ika can definitely be that player for you. And being that you're not asking much from a nose tackle early on just to eat up space and control those gaps, he could be a guy that could come in and contribute for you right away. So I do like this pick by Fittipato with their second, second round pick. This doesn't get old saying second, second round pick, right? Steelers have four picks in the first 80 selections of this year's draft. How cool is that? Talk about firepower that they can add. Round three, number 80, Steelers add outside linebacker K.J. Henry out of Clemson, 6'4", 251. You're seeing a lot of beat writers talk about the importance of adding depth at the edge position, especially if there is an injury to either Highsmith or Watt. He's a team captain for Clemson. Fifty-one tackles last year, three and a half sacks. Guy that they would work on developing. He would fit into the rotation. Okay, so there's a name. Haven't heard yet. KJ Henry. Round four. Selection 113. Inside linebacker Dayon Henley out of Washington State. 6'1, 225. Fittipaldo says that this is a depth addition. Reports that Henley ran a 4-5-4 at the Combine in his 40. More than likely, he would be a special teams contributor right away, but would have to grow in order to develop and contribute at inside backer, which we know that that's a difficult position to contribute right away as a rookie on the Steelers team. Remember, no fifth or sixth round picks for this team this year. So we jump over to the seventh round, 196 overall. Fittipato has him selecting Michael Wilson out of Stanford, 6'2", 213. Big, big receiver. Fittipato talks about him replacing the, the type of body that Claypool provided. And with Boykin becoming a free agent, this is a big, big guy that they could utilize his size. He can contribute on special teams. But again, anybody in the seventh round that you're drafting is a project. Don't expect them to contribute right away. And then with their final pick in the seventh round, selection 208, tight end Payne Durham out of Purdue, 6'6", 253. Good run blocker, 
Fittipaldo reports he had a good week at the Senior Bowl. We still don't know what's going to happen with Zach Gentry. And so there you have it. There is Fittipaldo's mock draft 2.0. So just to summarize the positions, we have a tackle, cornerback, defensive line, outside backer, inside backer, wide receiver, and tight end. Would love to hear your thoughts on Fittipaldo's Mach 2.0. Again, remember, my second edition of Steelers Mock Draft comes on Friday. Very excited to share that with all of you so you can see if I have changed in my position. Pumped about that. But anyway, I hope you have a phenomenal day. I hope you have a great Wednesday this March 8th, 2023. Love yous out there in Steelers Nation. Be sure to check out the new episode of the Steel City Insider podcast that I completed with Jim yesterday. That is linked in the show notes. Check it out. Share it with your family and friends. You know I appreciate that. It's beautiful studying. Don't forget about our affiliate partnership with Real Life Trading. That is linked in the show notes as well. And just make it a freaking awesome day. Let's go. Let's go, man. Spring is almost here. The sun is shining. Life is good. Let's make it happen. It is make it happen, March. I love all of you out there wishing you something beautiful today. I don't know what it is, but something beautiful is coming your way. Love you guys. See you back here for episode number 522. And remember... On this gorgeous Wednesday, March 8th, 2023. Once a studying, always a studying. Peace, everyone. Make it a great day.